Hang on. Hang on. Halt. Welcome to This Might Be A Podcast, the song-by-song podcast about the greatest band of all time. They might be giants. I am your host, Greg Simpson, and I'm here today with first-time guest Sarah Smith to talk about the song Last Wave and Last Wave Alternate Version off of I Like Fun and My Murdered Remains, respectively. Here we go. Crazy, water heater explodey, computer malfunctioning day. And <laughs> Everything seems to be running smooth uh, from what I can tell over here. But, yeah. uh, well, as far as the water situation, I don't know. You got hot water over there? No, no hot water. Cold water, no hot water. Planned on showering, didn't shower. <laughs> Good thing uh, you're not in the you studio can't smell with me. me. <laughs> and look, and they can't see me, so it's fine. We don't have smell-o-vision yet. So How I about think, yourself? Uh, we'll be okay. I, I had to check the pits. Well, you know, after a work day. I didn't you know, mean I'm the smell specifically. Ripe. but Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I meant, how are you? How are oh, you, Oh, you know, I'm fine. I'm doing, <laughs> you know, this is a late podcast, and I was the baby was fighting to go down tonight, so mm. I'm a little ragged, but, you know, I'll, uh, the, I'll, I'll weather it. 
the baby's sleep time was a little later than usual. A little I, later than usual. Yeah. O- older girl goes down like a dream. The the baby, <laughs> not as much. Not as much. She's learned that life is all about how much sleep you can get. <laughs> life is all about <laughs> me, me, me. <laughs> oh, these babies. Always like, hey, I'm over here and I need something. Stuff. Yeah. So I want a car, Dad. So <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so um Sarah Smith, you are I don't know very much about you yet. We're still I'm relatively new Facebook friends. I would say so, other than having no hot water. I know very little <laughs> about you. What what do you do, I mean, Sarah? I don't even know. I mean, for a living, for, yeah. for paying the bills and keeping the lights on, I fix the bicycles for uh, many people are familiar with the city bikes of New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, other cities have that same system, but they have different names depending on what city you are in. So ours is called Blue Bikes. So I am a Blue Bikes mechanic in uh, the bikes. Boston area. That is Boston, Massachusetts, not Boston, New York, or one of the other many possible, not Boston, England, Boston, <laughs> Massachusetts. Uh, my sister is also in the Boston area. Small town. Yeah. Small, yeah. Small, well, <laughs> little I mean, known for a city, town. it is, you know, relatively smashed in there. Truly. You know? I live in Somerville, but Boston's Somerville. Right. the one that people know about. Um, hey, so <laughs> what, what I really want to know and what the folks really want to know is oh, all about go your TMBG, oh. and that too, your TMBG <laughs> history. Your history is a fan yeah. of They Might right. Be Giants. Take us back. All right. So the year is 1991, something like that. What year did Apollo 18 come out? <laughs> was that 92. 91, 92? 92. The year is 1992. Uh, and uh, I was the youngest of three children. And so my older sisters, as everyone who has older siblings knows, for the most part, you think your older siblings are really cool. <laughs> and you're like, I will do anything you ask me to if you just think I'm cool, too. <laughs> Let me hang uh, out with you. <laughs> so uh, my not that my sisters aren't actually cool, but when you're a child, you think they are. But they also are. Um, sure. Mm-hmm. So my sister was already a fan. Uh, and uh, Apollo 19, 18, 18, Apollo 18 had just come out. Uh, and Followed shortly after by Apollo 19. She really wanted me to, uh, she really wanted me to like turn around. So I did. <laughs> so funny. I, I just recorded that episode right before this. Oh, uh, really? Night. Yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. My sister really wanted, I'm surprised it was left. It had like, been claimed for a while. It just hadn't been recorded yet. Gotcha. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, sh- turn around. It's, you know, it's fairly dark for a nine-year-old or a ten-year-old or whatever <laughs> I was at the time. Eleven-year-old, I guess. Um, uh, but, yeah. Uh, I I was... I don't... I didn't resist liking it particularly, but certainly that was help. So, my first album was Apollo 18. Uh, it was turn around and I was obsessed with mm. I palindrome. I, I was mm. obsessed with I palindrome. I, I thought that song contained some secret meaning of life. Kind of like, <laughs> Doesn't I just it? have to figure out what this means. <laughs> it's in there somewhere. That, ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, <laughs> the, the irony, 
The dark, dark irony of me being obsessed with that song is that uh, when I was a child, my mom did die. So I was like, oh, no, oh. was it was it the song? Was it like I, I was like, <laughs> yes, this, this song, like my obsession with this song made the reality come true. Oh, not no. really. But <laughs> yikes. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, um, you know that's sad. But I'm 40 yeah, now, I'm and sorry. I was 14 at the time, and we have, yeah. you know, we're it's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Apollo 18 was my first album, and then uh, you know, obviously, got into um, the first album, the the big album, not the first album. Got into Flood and stuff like that. Uh, it wasn't until years later, actually, that I knew about the Tiny Tunes thing like that i didn't even realize that it happened when it happened yeah you're the older siblings you just jumped right over that you didn't need yeah it. yeah <laughs> uh and then uh wasn't until you know it wasn't super there but like uh had an alternative radio station in my town that was very popular and uh it still exists it's still very prolific for getting you know lesser bands known um w b e r rochester because uh, I was Whoopper. from Rochester, New York. <laughs> uh, and so they played a couple of tracks off of... Oh, that was some later. Um, was it? No, it was definitely Mink Car. Yeah. Um, they played a mm. couple of tracks off of Mink Car. And that was like my first year in college. Uh, so that sort of got me... Got it back on my radar a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the... Uh, you know free downloading music uh, boom that happened at that time. I was able to, uh, f- you know, download all of the old albums that I never had previously. Don't um, tell the Johns. <laughs> no, nobody listening. Tell, don't hey. tell them. Hey, guys. I bought, <laughs> I bought the Spine. I bought, you know, I bought Mint Car. I bought the Spine. I did. So I, I definitely, like, I downloaded. I was really into... Uh, Comfort Eagle by Cake came out at that same time as right. Mink Car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I downloaded both of them and listened to them a lot. But then I was like, I have downloaded these and I really like them. So now I have to purchase them. So I did. Mm-hmm. I, did I did my due diligence. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't think, you know, people coming after <laughs> Napster users, I don't think realize that a lot of us <laughs> did just use it for previewing things, you know, and then we went and bought it. But, you know. I was and more of a Kazaa guy myself, actually, not so much Napster. Yeah, <laughs> I actually don't think I've ever used Napster. I've used, like, there was a new one every couple of months. I think Napster was already passe by the time I knew it was one. <laughs> so, <Right. laughs> yeah. Kazaa, there was, like, LimeWire was Lime one. LimeWire, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was one that had, like, an image that was, like, half a ladybug. I don't know. Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah, I was a Kazaa guy. But really not for all that long. I, uh... I purchased a lot of music and through reviewing stuff for Punk News, got a lot of stuff for free too. So I, right. uh, I did all right. And lifting stuff from the college radio station. So I guess I was stealing nice in work. a different way. <laughs> nice work if you can get it. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I got in the Mountain Goats uh, was college radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I had Same. actually written like like the review for it. And I said that it reminded me of the Might Be Giants. And people were like, what? 
this reminds you of Remake James. It's ridiculous. And I'm just like, okay, so apparently, like, cool people like the mountain goats and nerds like the Mopey Giants. And that's why you don't want to make the connection. I get it. <laughs> like, that's like. <laughs> no, there, there's a lot of overlapping fans. Trust me. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of overlap. overlap. And he's a fan. I, so, John Darnielle is a fan of the Mopey Giants. So, I would love to know if the Mopey Giants are fans <laughs> of the mountain goats, though. I want to know if it goes the other way. I'm sure they are. They have to be. I would hope so. I was thinking about magnetic fields just now. Mm -hmm. I was listening to a couple tracks earlier, uh, and I was thinking like how much I would love some the uh, magnetic fields, the Mobi Giants covers, but I don't know if they're even like into them. I feel like if they aren't, it's like intentional resistance. (laughs) Yeah, it might be like they might be giants. It seems like there's so much intentional resistance from them to not be pigeonholed with other bands that. They just like all these bands that people think are like they might be giants. They want to just buck against that pretty much no matter what it is, whether it's Weird Al or Ween or whoever. Like, you know, it just seems like they they, they, they can never be seen in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they've they've I, I between them and Weird Al not all that long ago. I mean, you know, like, you know, it's probably in the last 10 years, but still. Uh, not all that long ago, um, where they were sort of like, yeah, we like each other. We're into each other. We get it. <laughs> I, I feel like I remember listening, seeing an interview where uh, Flansburg uh, was sort of okay. Good. showing Good. appreciation for Weird Al. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they are different things. Um, oh, and sure. Like, yeah. I can see but. why they, they wouldn't want to, because I guess the story was that they... Like, people are like, why don't you tour with Weird Al? I don't know if it had ever been officially proposed by Weird Al or something. If like if they wanted to play together and, and the, the Johns just flat out refused. I don't know. That's the that's the rumor. <laughs> but uh, yeah, how I cool mean, would that I think, be? I mean, I guess it wouldn't make total sense, but it would be so cool. There's so much overlap. I think it would be fans. amazing. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that was a fairly long ago thing. I think that was sort of a back yeah. in the day thing like when they were sort of opposed to the idea of being thought of as geeks or nerds and very much opposed to being seen as um novelty like they really Mm -hmm. didn't they were like okay like weird al embraced the concept of being sort of a novelty act and he was fine with that uh whereas the giants really wanted to resist that so you can like uh, but and i think the bigger problem was honestly like these guys both play um oh god i can't think of the word uh accordions these guys both play accordions (laughs) and i think that was the part where they were like this is too much like we already have this much overlap like let's oh how cool would it be for like just how like (laughs) cornmo used to come up and do like a accordion duel dueling on particle man you know, Weird Al could come up and do it with Linnell on something. That would be yeah. So like Cornbow used to open for the Mappy Giants, didn't he? I think yeah. I saw mm-hmm. him open for the Mappy Giants yeah. in like 2000 or something. Yeah, that's around the era there, 2000, <laughs> 2004, 2000. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, 2004 exactly, because it was just after I moved to Boston uh, at the Avalon. I think I saw him in Boston. I think I saw him open for uh, mm-hmm. the Giants. Yeah, <laughs> might have been five. <laughs> <laughs> it was like just after I moved here. Mm, mm. Anyway. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I feel like I need so to let then, you talk. <laughs> fast forward to no, you're fine. 
So then fast forwarding <laughs> to 2018, I Like Fun comes out. Mm-hmm. And Last Wave, the last track, did this one just jump out at you for uh, any particular reason? Or do you have a, um, would this be your favorite track on the record? Uh, I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's like top three on the record. I'd have to look at the choices right now. Um, but it's just, it's just got such drive. Like that's anytime mm-hmm. I think of what to say about it i'm just like those driving it's just like um you just it's just like i'm going somewhere i'm moving in this direction quickly it's it's very yeah very insistent um power though should we talk about the alternative the parentheses alternative version first since that came first uh sure sure yeah it's sure. like i don't know quite yeah. how to wait because that's the one that so, was heard it wasn't heard first by the yeah. fans and didn't come it, well, you know it was, um, it was part of the dial song cycle but um murder i like remains, fun had come out before did murder remains come out after i like fun or did it come out like yeah. slightly mm-hmm. it, it was like a companion piece right i like fun was january of 2018 and 11 months later, December of 2018, gotcha. my murder came out. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so the song was... My... A, so, the t- well, so, I mean, I guess we got to preface it with the, the weird b- origin story of this song is that uh, Linnell wrote it while watching the Aerosmith Run DMC video for Walk This Way muted and synced it up to that which is just hilarious to me what like what is <laughs> what was he doing that said, he uh, yeah that you know it's like well that seems like a good idea <laughs> yeah i think like in general like you're just sort of like you're looking for inspiration you're looking for ways to come up with songs so i do musical improv comedy and like we every now and then like in improv you'll be like let's come up with a game. Let's just throw out some rules for a game, mm-hmm. you know? And like, it might be a game that you decide to play on stage, but it might just be a game. Like we're just going to invent a game right now just for fun, just to get the brain particles moving. Uh, you know, sometimes you might just like use it to come up with something funny to write a sketch or something, but yeah, it's, he was just like, I mean, this is, this is my surmisation of mm-hmm. the situation, mm-hmm. but he was just like, okay, uh, Let's like here's an idea for just something to generate ideas. Like let's let's write a song where uh, we just make the words in the song fit the mouths of the care of the people in this music video. Is yeah. basically the premise. <laughs> um, and like to me, that doesn't seem crazy. <laughs> that series of YouTube videos is like uh, bad lip reading or what is that one? I don't exactly. know where they take all those exactly. scenes from movies. Yeah, um, but just like and music, John yeah. Linnell, of of all the music videos in the world that he could have picked to sync up a song with, I just I want to know just how he landed on Why? this one. Or if he's just like watching, he's got like some old VHS of classic MTV and he's just watching, just like, no, spend a, spend a Sunday afternoon watching old music videos and this one comes on. I don't know, it just seems like so random. I, I so like when you think about is it a oh god what's what's the what's the lead guy's name in a I, I, it, it, 
Yeah, an Aerosmith. Steven Tyler? Steven Tyler, right. That's what I thought. Okay. So you look at Steven Tyler's mouth, like, moving, right? Like, and it's just, like, it's big and it's crazy and he's doing weird things with it, right? You know? Uh, So I think think you start with the fact that Steven Tyler is there being all moving his blah, blah, blah. I can't, I figure, you know, this is radio, so I can't do the mouth. I have to blah, blah, the mouth. Oh, people would know uh, what Steven Tyler's mouth looks like. Oh, my God. It's gigantic. But yeah, uh, yeah, and I think he goes like, "What words can I put in here?" He's just he's he's John Lamel. He's just getting ideas. He's just like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna mouth along with this. What weird phrases can I fit in Steven Tyler's mouth?" And he's like, "I'm gonna do this for the whole thing." I think my favorite the 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 lyric that didn't make it into the album version is the "you fop" interjection. <laughs> like what? You 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 fop. You, you fop. <laughs> you fop is some, one of them. Some some dandy or some dandy. Right, you you fop. It's, I don't know. It's just like you the way fop, that their mouth looked or something. You charlatan. <laughs> <laughs> you fool. <laughs> yeah, and I love just the just like the synth sounds on this version are so cool. It's like the squelching little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're just so like jittery and squishy, uh, and then and even he. Lanell even syncs up with some of the record scratching with some of the oh, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> it's it's brilliant and so <laughs> i think um so a lot of people were introduced to that through uh the tour they would play uh before they would come out for their second set they would project this they would play it um the Correct. recording I of was it there <laughs> yes, same. And I remember seeing, seeing Run DMC and Aerosmith pop up on the screen. I'm like, what is yeah, going on? Yeah, I was confused for a yeah. minute until like, you, like, the one thing that still like connects is the uh, the wave like that. And you're like, oh, when he says mm-hmm. wave, that that still syncs up. That syncs up. Okay. R- right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. And it wasn't until, like, I didn't even, I hadn't listened to I Like Fun really yet until, like, after that tour. And it was sort of like, I got into the song later and had to realize, like, retrospectively, like, oh, <laughs> that's that's this song. <laughs> right. <laughs> they took that demo and they, they turned it into a better song. <laughs> not that the demo yeah, is, yeah. it's not better exactly, but it's more of a, it's more of a contemporary than Mepi Giant song, that's for sure. Right. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it definitely fits more in line with the rest of the album. That I Like Fun is definitely a, uh, it's a, a pretty cohesive album for a band that's not known for being super cohesive. Uh, it's a very guitar-driven record, uh, which I love. And so that original demo has no guitar in it. So Last Wave bringing in no. that heavy <laughs> guitar presence for the I Like Fun <laughs> version is just awesome. It's yeah. so good. Oh, what else is funny? If you want to watch the version synced up with the Aerosmith Run DMC video, you have yes. to go to some other guy's named Dude Spaceship's Vimeo channel. It is I've not seen on the yes, but it is not on the official Particleman YouTube channel. It's nowhere on YouTube from what I can tell. Uh, it's just on that one guy's Vimeo channel. Well, I, it's, it's got to do with copyright issues. It's yeah, got to do with copyright to. issues for them uploading someone else's music video with different music under it. <laughs> 
fair. No, I just I didn't realize that I had to like dig in order to find it. I didn't like I don't remember it being difficult. So that's that's well, funny. It's it's right on the wiki. <laughs> if you go to the last wave alternative version oh, on the wiki, it's okay. right there. So okay. you know, the wiki yeah. does the digging for us as usual. Fair. Yeah, if you mm-hmm. watch it on if if it's on YouTube, but it's just the song. Yeah, it's just the song. Mm-hmm. Not with the video. Yeah, I like how uh there's a bunch of like interspersed words in the demo version that aren't in the uh, final, if you will, version. Um, they do a lot more of that cute, random call and response kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember let's... what specifically anymore, but I remember that they do it. <laughs> yeah, it's like these little things in between some of the verses and stuff like i just said that and uh that's nice like all these little just like when steven tyler's doing like ah, just like making a little noise or whatever he just had to put something in with his voice and it's the two guys things. like talking to each other yeah. the two guys from run dmc mm-hmm. yeah it's a great video i mean that Fixing song that was supper that that uh <laughs> Yeah, that uh, that I mean that video though that collaboration Aerosmith and Run DMC that was I mean that was a huge like cultural moment. There's you know this is you know of all the videos he could have picked, I I do think this right. is a great music video. And while I don't really like Run, <laughs> uh, while I don't really like Aerosmith, I do like Run DMC, and I do think yeah. that was a pretty cool uh, collaboration, a big music moment for sure. Yeah. Um, Run DMC played at my school. They did Walk This Way, and that was sort of the one song that everyone there knew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, they have so many good ones. Uh, anyway, so then, so we can we can focus then on, I think, the I Like Fun version, um, which doesn't really have a proper, I mean, it has something called a music video, but it's just like, what is these, palm trees with... Uh, palm trees. With, yeah, but what's in the palm trees? Uh, well, like, it's, it's isn't it sort of like the whole like a uh, radio tower thing, yeah. like the cell towers that are palm trees? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not really video; it's just a still image. But uh, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, and this and is the- sort of the the frustrating thing I find about this song in general is like I'm such a lyric person. I'm such a person mm-hmm. who likes to delve into the meaning of lyrics, but then it's just like, oh, we know these lyrics don't really like the word chosen because they sync up with this video not you know and obviously they're their standard issue they might be giants like death and <laughs> misery kind of <laughs> lyrics but almost like like more blunt than a lot of them yeah I like. uh and i wonder if that's because they were like uh do you remember when that actual that demo was originally done uh like i mean don't have the wiki just right in front of your face at all times. I do. <laughs> no, I <Okay>. do. <laughs> I mean, it just says it was written in 2017. It doesn't, you know. Oh. doesn't have a date date. See, but, uh, I, yeah. I imagined that the demo was, like, from a long time ago. Well, because you said it was, uh, it was on, um, yeah, I mean, Last Wave was written in 2017, but the demo is older. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds like the, maybe the it, was, alternate version. it was written. Yeah, I mean, I think I think probably the demo became the real one within within that year. Probably, I don't think it was something. I'm not under the impression that it was something that was sitting for a while. Because you said it was like on Dial a Song at some point. 
I thought. Well, I mean, so, that's okay. just what they call their. That's what yeah. they call their YouTube runs these days. It's true. You know, it's true. Dial a song in the true sense, but yeah. the 2018 Dial a song cycle, the every song every Wednesday. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I That's feel like I mean. it, it, considering like how old, so, okay, that does make it a little bit weirder because I was sort of imagining that they had that demo from some time ago and just hadn't decided to do anything with it. Um, uh, so the fact like that, you know, maybe they did it like when that video was actually popular. You know? Yeah, what are, yeah. What are the demos from 1986? That would be the coolest thing, right? Like, like it makes like that makes way more sense. But like, it is a little weirder. Like, why did you pick this video? Thirty, yeah, thirty years later. That's a little weird. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, as far yeah. as it's you know, as far as I could tell, it's something that uh, he did in 2017. Wow. So I'm telling you, that like is, he popped yeah, in that VHS no. of his old <laughs> favorite music videos, and this came on. That's so weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the instrumentation in the I Like Fun version is super cool. I love just the the guitars kicking out there. So menacing. And menacing. Interesting. Menacing. Okay. Menacing. You don't find it menacing? I well, find this whole song is menacing. more <laughs> powerful. I, I feel like it's a song. I feel like it's one of those menacing. songs. <laughs> yeah, it can be, but I don't find it like negative that way. I So I feel like it's one of those songs where like the sound and the lyrics are in opposition to each other. Hmm. You know, like, like it doesn't sound like a dark song, but the lyrics okay. are. That's, yeah. that's my interpretation, but you have a different it, one. <sighs> I mean, it's not like it's not like Linnell's poppiest jams ever either. No, you no. know, you know, that's kind of yeah, just that insistent to dun, 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 dun. It's not like some sort of, uh, you know, pop, you know, sixties surf style, you know, jam to bebop along to with your teeny bopper friends. No, it's just a dun, dun, like a fist pumper. Fists in the air kind of song. It's you know, it's 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 powerful and menacing is how I've I always found it very that that whatever the interval is that the guitar is playing there, just something about it very um angsty. Huh. <laughs> huh. See, I feel like I I feel like I'm flying when I listen to this song. Like mm. I feel it's just like yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like it's just it's driving, but it's not oh, yeah. like it's not like in a in a in a we don't need no education kind of way, which it seems like what's you're saying. Uh, but and I I can see that, like I can see like do 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 we do bump bump. Like I see you know some similarities uh, in there, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I see it as a little bit less menacing, and like it's one of the songs just like. Doom, 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 doom. Like that part is just sort of, it's you're floating away. You know, it's just like, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. easy. When they're, I'm just fixing up supper. Uh, like that's, you know, it's chill. <laughs> it's relaxed, right? Like, uh, that is a little, that, that part is a little bit of a sing songy melody. It is kind of a funny little thing over top of that, that, that music there. It's a funny juxtaposition. Like, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> And I mean, I'm not, I'm so used to songs doing that sort of thing. Like, uh, you know, shame or no shame, uh, you know, 
I was a child of the 90s, and, uh, you know, forgive me for having, what is it, two ears uh, that were connected to a heart, but uh, I, you know, was the, <laughs> my pajama, uh, sorry, I was a Dave Matthews fan, <laughs> and there were quite uh, a few oh, Dave okay. Matthews band songs that sound like the music is very happy, the sound, and like, it's very mm-hmm. like, we're dancing, we're bouncing, it's fun, but the lyrics are like, pretty depressing, <laughs> mm. uh, and like, negative, um, mm. you know. Ants Marching is a negative song. It's about, like, you know, the stupid shit we do to fill our lives. Uh, mm. And, you know, and the way we waste our time worried about stuff that isn't really that important and, you know, lights down you up and die. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, yeah, I can't say I'm all that familiar with too many Dave Matthews Band lyrics. That's that's their, like, Sorry. most probably popular song yeah. ever. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but, I, I know, uh, I've heard it. and I just never paid that like, much attention to it. Your audience knows, so we're okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. They'll know. People know. That song was inescapable. So, like, yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, like, for like, I'm very used to lots of songs that just have, and, you know, plenty of my, they might be giant songs, too, have, like, sound happy, but the lyrics are actually really dark. Um, so, yeah, like, I, I, I don't feel like I'm easily swayed into... The idea that a song sounds depressing just because the lyrics are, uh, I think I'm I'm very ready to accept, uh, you know, the music as the music, um, and the lyrics as the lyrics. So when my first impulse was just this sort of like, you know, like it's it's like you're at the rock show and you you are mm-hmm. happy to be there, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and you're excited about it. Uh, so to me, yeah, like. It's just this, like, it's this song, like, like that's one of the things that I love about it is, like, you're singing these, like, it's like, you know, it's it's like snatching life from the jaws of death, as they say, you know, it's like, I'm singing these <laughs> lyrics about darkness mm-hmm. and pain, and I'm mm-hmm. living, I'm alive, right, and I'm happy right. to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's, it's, it sings about death in the most life-affirming way, in yeah. only the way that they might be giants can't. <laughs> it's just such a fun thing to sing even though the lyrics are just not fun at all in this uh, uh, song on the album i like fun <laughs> yeah there's other song that i'm right now very obsessed with on this album also that i feel like is you know got actually no way is that on this album uh yeah. let me see um it's um oh god i'm my brain is falling apart uh the one where uh, climb out of a cave, uh, watch your hair grow, um, watch the sun go across the sky, and uh, let's get this over with. Yeah, that's on this album. That's on this album. Yeah, okay, I thought yeah. so. Uh, mm-hmm. That's got a similar sort of thing. It's like, you know, this song, is, the, this lyrics are very, you know, sort of like wicked like sort of like let's get this over with you know and it's just like watch your you know watch your there just it's it's nothing it's life going on and on in these circles and just like he's just like it's another day let's get it over with it's another day let's get it over with but it's so much fun to sing (laughs) and like it's it's got this life-affirming drive to it despite being incredibly dark uh not Mm -hmm. as blatantly dark as this song (laughs) <laughs> and those are the two songs that actually bookend the album. Let's get this over with first. Last Wave, Last. Oh, wow. So. I had not noticed that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get this over with and die alone. Die. Yeah, let's get this over with and die. <laughs> what? 
just looking at the guitar tab here, there's not... Uh, it's pretty much one progression that goes through the whole thing. It, it really seems like, yeah, like Linnell was maybe jamming on kind of a loop over that, that Run DMC video. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is an odd progression. D, E minor 7, D minor 7, F, B flat, and C. So, I mean, again, like I have so often problems on the wiki here is that we should, we should just get rid of the thing that says key because it's not in D major. I no, mean, it okay. It starts I was with a D major that. chord. It starts with a D major chord, but uh, then you got a D minor seven. You got a B flat. That's not in the key of D. Uh, you got a C major. That's not in the key of D. It's a very weird progression. Sorry. I don't know what key it would actually, be in, but it sure ain't D. I did once <laughs> ask a friend of mine because I don't actually know. I don't really know what that means, except for like occasionally I have a glean of what it kind of means, but I don't really know. And I was asking a friend of mine who is a musician uh, what a key is, and he was just sort of like, oh, it's like the note you start in. And I'm like, so. No. <laughs> no. I don't think he is the one who wrote that article, but. <laughs> Yeah, you're more often if you're gonna make a wild guess, it's more, it's often better to go with the with the note you end on than mm. you know the chord you end on than, than the key than the chord you begin on, which mm-hmm. I think in this case ends on a A major or something like that. So, so I don't know. Even like the very last, the last. Yeah, is an A major. I mean, I'd have to check it, but that's yeah. how it appears. But whatever it is, it's a very cool progression. It's very kind of weird. Yeah, it's kind of an ambiguous key. I can't seem to figure it out in my head off the, off the top. But um, keys are an illusion, man. Yeah, and they might be giant songs. They kind of are. You know, if you look at a song like Birdhouse, like you could either say it changes keys a bajillion times, or you could just say, you know, it's just doing whatever. It's <laughs> just Frozen going where it now. needs to go, man. Yeah. Sounds very uh, so, <laughs> Um so yeah, the the lyrics here, it is funny that that after he went from the lip syncing lyrics that he didn't bother trying to have certain parts make more sense when he went to the album version. Like he could have adjusted it to make things like, you know, if you won't make out with a biplane, like, if you want, you know. isn't it? If you want to make out with a biplane, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. That's I, what I, mean, I think. Again, on on the wiki, it says if you won't make out with a biplane, I don't know. It is so. I don't know. So I think that group of that group is like one of the places that makes the most sense lyrically. Well, not the. Because, yeah, it's all about, like, it's, it's you know, suicide sort of or, like, things that you're doing that are dangerous, like, or ways you die. One of those, mm-hmm. like, somewhere in that. Like, making out with a biplane, like, that's, like, <laughs> crashing into another plane, right? It's, like, smashing into an airplane or, like, maybe even, like, going through its front propeller or something. Right. You know? Right. Uh, for chance to dance with a carcass in space, you know, obviously like you're, like, you know, you freeze to death when you're in outer space very long. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that... You know, makes some sense to me. But uh, now you got to buy me some antlers. antlers. I don't know, man. Uh, um, Getting gored by a deer. Or or hitting hitting a deer with your car. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But that could also be a little bit like uh, everybody wants a rock, you know, or, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. prosthetic foreheads on your real head. Uh, Like, buy some stupid shit because that's what people do. 
Now yeah. you're going to buy me some antlers. Antlers are what I need you to buy. I do see. I'm just <laughs> clicking between tabs on the two lyrics on the alternative, the demo version. Mm-hmm. If you try to make out with a biplane. Uh-huh. And then on the Elm version, if you won't make out with a biplane. Mm. So I don't know. Huh. That I, so that, I, I wonder if that's correct, because that is not what it sounds like to me. But yeah, does, <laughs> does the CD book have lyrics in it? I don't remember. I don't think so. I also like definitely uh, made some of my own choices, uh, but I guess we'll talk about that later. Like, like yeah. there were lyrics, <laughs> lyrics that I just straight up changed knowingly because I'm like, I like this way better. <laughs> All right, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but most of them make were it your like, own. Right. Well, of course. Like that's you know when you're doing that kind of thing, when you're doing mm-hmm. a cover, you get to make those choices. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was someone. God, I want to say it was Seal, but I'm not sure. Uh, he didn't <laughs> want to include the. He didn't want to include uh, the lyrics to songs in an album, and so he didn't sell it that way. And later, people like asked him about it, and he was like, "When I was a kid, I was obsessed with this one song, and I loved it, and it had this one lyric in it that was so meaningful to me. And then years later, I found out that wasn't actually the lyric, and it like broke my heart." <laughs> Oh. And he was just, <laughs> and he was just like, I want people to like interpret these things in themselves and enjoy, you know, what they want to about it, and get what sure. they need out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they might be giants. They're not ones to hide lyrics, but some some albums, the lyrics will make it into the booklet, and some not. Um, one change, I, another change I really like from the demo to the uh, full band version is that Flans gets in on lead vocals too. We don't get a whole lot of songs these days where they share lead vocal duties. I mean, I'd say Linnell is still the lead vocalist, but Flans gets some leads as well. And the back and forth, I think, is super cool and is something I wish they would do more often. Yeah, I, I remember like finding it like confusing. And it's, I mean, there's a couple songs where they do it historically. And like, mm-hmm. I didn't really separate their voices until more recently. Okay, um, yeah. For the longest time, I kind of didn't even realize that Flans sang so much. It wasn't really until I started go. I mean, I guess okay. Like I, I started going to concerts in general relatively late in life. I feel like I didn't really go mm. to concerts much until like college. Um, and yeah, like that's what I'd had already been listening to them for some time, and I sort of realized like, oh, this is a song that Flansburg sings. Weird in my mind, this was a Linnell song, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, I hadn't really differentiated their voices very well. Because, like, there's so many times when they're, like, you know, they're doing a very similar thing. They're trying to. And there's a couple times when they uh, are singing as the same character, you know, in their two different voices. Um, Mm. And I feel like, honestly, like, now that I know their two voices more, like, when I hear those songs where they sing as two separate characters, it sort of almost takes me out of it a little bit. Like, I'm (laughs) like, okay, you're both, you know... (laughs) And just like, oh, I know that's not the same. You're both saying I, and you're both like the same character, the same right. narrator in this song. Mm-hmm. But like, I can tell that's that's John, but that's John. So yeah. the, the other uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was such a such a Linnell girl for so long. <laughs> oh, sure. He's oh, he's he's hard to resist, especially that <laughs> Apollo eighteen Linnell, the long haired Linnell. Have you seen like the video for when he's like on Letterman doing uh then they'll, they'll need a crane? He's adorable. He's oh, he adorable. is. <laughs> <laughs> I love just I love him uh, just making eye contact with the camera every time the camera switches. He just like looks over to it. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing. <laughs> 
this is what all i was other, told to do yeah right yeah i don't know all other <laughs> bands like don't look into the camera but he just likes to just like look the audience right in the eyes well and also i think like it's a little bit like he had never they've never done a late night performance before right so i bet like there's some degree of like trying to decide like before you get on you know this thing it's like oh i want to do this thing right i should look at the so okay i need to i need to pay attention to which one has the light on and look at that one okay mm. okay i'll do that you know what i mean uh <laughs> <laughs> oh they just gotta do their own thing and be weird and i love it uh another very welcome addition onto the the final version is kurt ram on trumpet that trumpet wailing so good and it's just yeah <laughs> Yeah, that dude, just like, man, he's got range. <laughs> what else? Yeah, the, like- ups- the episode that just came out, well, let's see, I'm not sure if it's uploaded yet, but I talked to Dan Levine, their uh, frequent trombonist, who is part of the Tresser Chops Horns with mm-hmm. Kurt Ram. And he has many, many good things to say about Kurt Ram, so you will like that episode. Um, is, now, yeah. uh, I mean, that's a, there's a lot of, uh, I want to say the else, like, what's... um. Museum of Idiots, is that the else or is that the that's spine? That's on the spine. The spine. I get those two confused yeah. a little bit. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's some good horn in, in that song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kurt, Ram, Kurt Ram hadn't come into the fold yet at that point, but oh, Dan okay. Levine, I believe, was Was it like, did there. he start to like, join us? Kurt Ram is one of the more recent additions to the horn family. Um, let's see, since... since Mid two thousand seven, so yeah, that would have been post spine. So yeah, I think maybe around, um, yeah. Look, actually, yeah, it looks like here comes science might have been the first album that he played on. It sounds like he started playing with them on stage a little earlier, but it was not an album until you know the past like. Uh, well, I mean, he's been playing with them for like a decade, so it's still kind of a while. But you know, we're old. Yeah, <laughs> in the grand, in the scheme of a four decade old band. You know, he's in this last quarter of their their career. He's he's played with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so like join us era. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think I- it's unfortunate that they have not played this song live proper. I think it would have been really cool if they, proper. as a live band, they've never played it. They've, they've never projected played- it. And oh, they've only they've, played the demo version, but they haven't played the song straight out. Right. Okay. They haven't okay. played live. What, what would have been super cool is if there was some sort of transition or mashup where like, it would start playing the Run DMC Aerosmith video with the demo version just coming out of the PA. And then mm-hmm. as they're coming out onto the stage, then they start filling it in with the full instrumentation and take it into the live version. That would have been pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like like a little transition surprise yeah i i guess like i i sort of felt like uh i had not heard this song until relatively recently and i did not remember hearing it at the concert in 2018 but i thought i was just misremembering i thought i was just like eh, it probably <laughs> happened because you know, yeah, probably yeah. just seeing that video up there you're like what is this silliness right. this is just some goofy thing and they like they played the they played the demo like you know auditorily along with the video like they didn't just show it without the sound, right? Like right, yeah. No, it yeah. was playing out of the PA. <laughs> it just yeah. wasn't them playing it live. No, no. But it should have been. That yeah, that would have been cool too if they could have <laughs> synced up 
them playing it live with the video. You know, you'd have to really get that tempo right. You know, Marty maybe having the click uh, BPM in his ear or something like that to really keep it along with them. That would be something. Well, but, yeah, I mean, I mean if, the, the new version they is can like do, yeah. completely out of sync from the original. But but again, they could do some sort of weird mashup. They've done all kinds of crazy things mm-hmm. live. That you know, they, if they can do Stalub, they can they can do that. I mean, they used to do the the turn the dial thing where they'd queue up like the radio station and just start playing along with whatever song was on the radio. I mean, these guys, they got I hadn't heard about this. Yeah, that was, I think that was <laughs> they do that at shows. Fine tour days. Yeah, they back yeah. in the day, like in the or that might have been the Minkar tour era. Hmm. Yeah, they were just like pumping the local that. radio and just like flip it to a song and start playing along with it. Wow. Huh. I don't think I saw that. Yeah. It's pretty I must nuts. have been like just after or something. Because I think the first time I saw them was like, I don't know, 2001 or two or something like that. Mm-hmm. Something like mm-hmm. that. Might have been a little bit after that then. So, yeah, yeah. I was definitely like, yeah, mink car, post mink car era. Uh, but there wasn't really anything else that they did. I don't think there was another album that they were promoting besides that. Neither here nor there. Uh, My first Mm -hmm. show was, yeah, I saw it in Buffalo in this little tiny place. And uh, there was this drunk guy who just showed up at one point and was just screaming, Spider! Spider! Play Spider! Did they play it? (laughs) So the guy seems to have gotten kicked out. He disappeared. <laughs> a while later, they start playing Spider, and he runs yeah. back in, and he's like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> He heard it playing, busted out of the, the security lockup and just ran back in. He busted That's out of music great. jail. Exactly, right? <laughs> <laughs> he was not prepared to do time. No. Uh, so, yeah, so there's no live version section of this episode, so I think we need to just hop right over to the covers section of the episode. The and scary the, part. This, <laughs> yes, very <laughs> scary, right? I told you it was menacing. Uh, yeah. First, we're going to listen to uh, from the Purple Toupee charity compilation that I put together this past summer, uh, Donut Shop Death, a.k.a. Mari Morton, uh, doing last wave let's check it out
So what did you think about Mari's version? So I remember it sort of reminding me a little bit of like a Tears for Fears kind ofness. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, there was a lot of sort of fun. Uh, like I like that there was a little bit more of like the sort of distortion vocals that you sort of get with the with the the demo alternative version. You know, I saw I saw some inspiration there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely uh, was pulling from the from the demo. I would say. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and Mari has like a lot of really cool, weird instruments and stuff like that. I'm trying to remember what they said. Uh, most of it was done on a Casio digital guitar. Okay, that makes sense. I see that. <laughs> Mari has a lot of weird toys and stuff like that and all these vintage instruments, and they uh, just come up with really cool mixes of of stuff. And I also really like the drum programming. You do get a bit of that 80s sound that Tears for Fear sounds like, with the tom sound. Oh, oh, so yeah. good. Yeah, so good. <laughs> so I guess little talking heads as well, maybe, yeah. But then, like, Sure, sure. The whole thing's yeah. sort of, um, like, it was like a single texture throughout, kind of, in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like, very, like, tr- trancy is the wrong word. But, like, yeah, it was sort of this all-encompassing kind of, like, singular, like, ribbon, like, velvet, like, you know ribboniness to it i don't know how to explain music uh, like a <laughs> like a velvet robot <laughs> yes like a oh my god velvet robot who is my what cover band i guess <laughs> velvet robot is my <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love also, also just the <laughs> the 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 scary little interjections i, I remember mari sending me a, a early mix of it and i was like oh my god like was like <laughs> they actually toned it down a little bit in the mix because like these these voices just like jumped out of me i was like holy shit that's scary like, and yeah, that, that reminds cool. me actually a bit of like yeah the the demo version i totally forgot about that like how they have like those like there's a bunch of places where there's just like randoms like ah and stuff like yeah. that <laughs> yeah like there's this one scream that reminds me exactly of my ex-boyfriend when he's frustrated <laughs> <laughs> like it's our cat like, <laughs> she's like yeah. ah! and i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> carl are you in there oh my god <laughs> carl <laughs> yeah so uh mari uh did a great job on that yeah i had to play that in full because that is the from the purple toupee done especially for the podcast compilation for my student garrett so if people still want to uh purchase that got it on cd and downloads at this might be a podcast.bandcamp.com and now Onto it's your cover. Cause. Oh, my cover. Okay. Your cover. <laughs> are we sure we want to play this for people? No, I'm being an ass. <laughs> oh, we are positive. So okay, tell us cool. tell us about this. How does yeah, how did this all all come to be? Uh well I mean I just sort of liked the challenge of the idea. Um so I do musical improv comedy, uh, and so that's you know, I sing uh in that uh and I haven't done much other singing in a while uh i was like you know i was in choirs and stuff a bunch as a kid um but i've wanted to you know get back into making music uh i've done some other silly weird things with people occasionally uh 
that have been fun. Um, and uh, I guess let's Kai Pfeiffer, uh, mm-hmm. whom I'm sure you have never heard of before. Uh, oh, no, I don't know that guy. No, you don't know that guy. <laughs> You're not going over there. Um, <laughs> uh, he, um, I, I posted just myself singing uh, some of, uh, not Oh, do you mind me? Which one? Um, I posted myself singing Kiss Me, Son of God. Um, and he posted himself like doing like sort of uh, you know opposing vocals for it, like uh, harmonizing mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he you know threw that together, and I was sort of just then very excited about the idea of doing other than Moby Giants covers um, yeah. with people. Uh, and then uh, then this gig came along. And I was like, okay, you do, and you know, I, I had listened to your show on several occasions before meeting mm-hmm. you. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I was like, oh, they do, they do covers, uh, you know, people, and it's always really fun when the person who's done one of the covers is on. And I said, I, mm-hmm. I need to do a cover of this song if I'm going to yeah. do this episode. Uh, I need, to, uh, this is a great excuse to make myself make some music. Uh, a friend of mine who I'd been friends with for many years, who had been out of my life for a while, uh, had come back into my life. Um, and he uh, was a metal guitarist. Uh, and then he also, like, you know, that's that's what he had sort of done most seriously. But he, you mm-hmm. know, is a multi-instrument talented person. And uh, recently, he, uh, he's been in a band with a couple of people who are like... Uh, from Bangladesh originally, hmm. um, and they had put a group together and released an album that was pretty cool and got like hits in Bangladesh. Like they were supposed to be touring in Whoa. India and Bangladesh this summer, uh, yeah. <laughs> and did Damn. not because coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But so he was around and available, and I was looking for some people to help me make the song. And what's his name? Oh, uh, my friend. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Arafat is the name of the guy, the guy who leads the band. And I cannot think of his last name because I'm a bad person. I should look it up. It starts with a K. Holy <laughs> but my friend <laughs> is named Jason Camerata. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jason Camerata is the one that's on this track. Yes. They're both on this track, actually. Uh, oh, the drummer the is okay. Arafat. Uh, the drum, the guy who does the, um, the, uh, guitar and the banjo is and and the mouth harp is jason and arafat is the drums um what the hell is arafat's last name i think at this point we should probably listen to it so here it is okay fine (laughs) let's do that So I took a big chance at the high school dance with a lady who was ready to play. It wasn't me, she was fooling cause she knew what she was doing when she told me how to walk this way. that in a movie I just fixed up the cellar that's mine some of that was true we die alone we die afraid we 
Yeah, and any other stories about that? I love it. It's, it's, it's so you well, well you you conjured up the the demo a little bit too by performing a little uh, walk this way before Earlier. it goes into yeah last wave. <laughs> right, that was that was sort of the big uh, yeah. I I I I don't know. I just thought that'd be fun. I felt a little little homage, little uh, direction. Little cute, <laughs> little cute reference, cute yeah. reference to Wink. the song's origins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it though. These two covers, uh, Mars and yours, it's like they're so. They're the only two covers I could find. I went looking for more, and that that I mean, it was just these two, from what I can tell. Um, and they're so. They're both so awesome and so different. They're totally different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yours, you even like. There's even like a little bit of a swing to it. I think it's like a little swinging banjo picking. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like uh, when I was sitting in my basement, since we couldn't go, um, couldn't have Jason into the rest of the apartment because you know coronavirus. We were just sitting I've in my basement, and he just <laughs> brought his banjo with him. We didn't really have any ideas yet, except we were going to do this, and he just started messing around on his banjo and i was just sort of like getting this like laid back sort of bob dylan vibe kind of <laughs> last wave, wave rolling by <laughs> final wave don't ask why yeah your, your delivery <laughs> on the biplane part i think is especially good thank you <laughs> yeah it does it does kind of have that kind of improv uh rhythmic energy on that part I like that. It does, like, yeah, it, it slows down and speeds up as it sees fit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's cool. It's like, I'm going to spin a little yarn for you. Just yeah. going to spit some verses here. <laughs> Do you want to cool. make out with the biplane? She's waiting outside. <laughs> it's a bit silly. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> she thinks you're cute too. No. Yeah. <laughs> the last wave's going to fall. <laughs> uh, that would be something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks for doing that. That's amazing. I do love having uh, having people do covers for their episodes. Uh, it's always a very special treat. <laughs> and that's all, that's all the covers. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity. We're to the part of the show where we need to score the song. We need to score the song. We need to score the song. Damn it, Now, the Greg. question is, I know, the question is, 
since it was released, it was on two separate releases. I feel like we need to score well, two different songs, though. They're not both. the same song. So we need to give them both the score. Interesting. Okay. 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 So okay. yeah. So, so what, what do you think? Give me a score for a demo, and then give me a score for the album version. So the alternate version, as they call it, um, I feel like uh, you know, yeah, you got to compare it to other like you know, not full album songs. Um, I, I it is good, uh, but there's so many classics. Uh, <laughs> this mm-hmm. is this is the problem. I'm gonna give her. I'm gonna give her like a. Mm, mm. I don't want to be mean, but like you're so nice. Like you're always giving everything <laughs> like basically a nine. And no, I feel like I'm I not. Yeah, you're, you're like, ah, it's an 8. I 8. am 6. not. It's an eight point eight. I am not. I'm scrolling through my <laughs> spreadsheet. I keep track of this. I am not. Uh, okay. So I'm gonna go with like I'm gonna go with like a six. Six. I'm gonna go with six. Six and a half. Six and a half. Okay. <laughs> That's my <Yeah>. final offer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So for the alternate and then for the uh the studio version. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> uh I'm gonna go straight up nine, man. I really like it. I do really nice. like it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's probably in my top 20 or something of of all of their songs um of all of their songs that i could think of in a moment <laughs> not okay. all of their songs <laughs> that i'm capable of like it's you know it's in the top 40 which is a top 20 <laughs> at any given moment <laughs> all right i got gotcha, you i got gotcha. you yeah. so on the uh on the wiki uh the studio version is 79 out of 910 songs so it is wow. uh v- very well loved among their mm-hmm. newer songs for sure yeah you know before it came out of your mouth i was thinking 6.5 for the demo as well i think that seems oh. about right it's okay. a fun little experiment which sounds like it's pretty much exactly what it was yeah. um but he realized that you know it had a potential and you know he made a lot more of it for the studio version yeah i'm gonna go eight on the studio version eight on the studio version fair yeah. reasonable rational and it's a great <laughs> closing track as well had to be last on the album i think it had to be yeah right. it's oh i wanted to talk about the coronavirus factor that's what it was <laughs> with the coronavirus factor if i can factor. is it too late sure um no. have you seen um so this and uh when the lights come on mm-hmm. um for me and for not just me because other people on the wiki have said this um they sort of felt these songs are uh yeah like like uh, very relevant to them right now because like when the lights come on is this idea that like you know when when we get out of this when when the pandemic is over uh you know especially when we were in lockdown etc um it's you know obviously both the literal like waiting and hoping but then the sort of also like potential that this is all going to go terribly awry uh and then uh last wave i mean what do we call anytime there's like a new mm-hmm. you know outbreak going across the country that's that's a wave right. uh and so um the idea of last wave even without the coronavirus uh sort of this idea that like um it's the last wave rolling by sounds sort of like you know like you have just like last flight out of town better catch it in certain ways but mm. also like last wave like the world is ending. That's the last wave that's going to pass by. But then also, uh, 
the last wave of coronavirus would be a good thing and less like it's the last wave because it's yeah. the end of humanity. <laughs> no, so, yeah, you look at it either way. Yeah. So, they might be giants in 2018 predicting horrible things to come. Yeah, someone on the wiki wrote that they like have an interpretation where the entire album is basically about like the Johns predicting the coronavirus. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. So, Sarah, do you have anything to plug? Uh, not at the moment. Um, I'm not doing any improv right now because improv yeah. is dead. Uh, but hopefully, uh, I will have more songs. So, uh, I didn't say, uh, the band, um, is the attempted band that I did the song with. Uh, this, yeah. So they oh, are the, attempt- okay. the, the attempted go band. And look for the attempted band. They have a bunch of albums out. And hopefully, I will soon actually be doing more with them. Uh, so cool. you will find me. Uh, on some tracks of the attempted band. Nice. Yeah, yeah they're on Bandcamp. Thank you. Do you want people to find you on social media or anything? I don't know if you're on. Uh, are you on Twitter? I barely. Um, it's yeah, not no. You know what? No, I don't. No. Okay. All <laughs> right. You want to see? Well. Just it's just me talking about the MCU mostly. <laughs> right okay. now, I'm just like, Chang. She was really good. Right, Those but if I'm gonna tag you, you know. Yeah, when okay, we fine. hang up and I and I tweet out about this, you know, That's how true. am I going to tag you it's, in it? It's Fontia, F-O-N-T-I-A, underscore Sprocket, spelled Sprocket, Fontia, underscore Sprocket. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's who I am. Let's I just, see. I don't like, I'm not like, so I'm a, I'm like are. a want to be comedian at some point. And so at some point I hope to have a Twitter that is worth following. I don't yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> all right well, right yeah, now it's like every now and then i'm like then. i feel like talking to neil gammon today or you know i feel like talking about marvel movies and stupid things yeah, yeah that's what twitter's <laughs> for yeah and people can find this might be a podcast at this might be a pod on twitter uh we're on all the other things as well this might be a podcast.com Email me, this might be a pod at Gmail, and send me voicemails at 224-801-2930. Also, if you want to go rate or review the show wherever you do those things, I've heard that's good for people finding it and stuff, from what I'm told. Uh, And I think that is... It's Sarah. Thanks for being on. It was great having you. Thanks for you. having me. Yeah, this was a good time. Yeah. 